Francis, back in April 2011, you published the Apple system. Talk a little bit about how that might predict the future when it comes to Apple and automotive. It was very straightforward. Uh, as always with future creators, our system is based on numbers. It's so uncomplicated. Apple had started off in markets uh, in the tens of billions in terms of size uh, with its uh, uh, MP3 players and so on. Then it moved into the markets of the hundreds of billions and laptops and, uh, and mobile phones. Well, it made sense to look at that and say, okay, where else could Apple's platform go in the trillion dollar markets? Because Apple had already scaled very successfully in the hundred billion dollar markets, as I said, what about the trillion dollar markets and automotive was an obvious place for it to go, as is healthcare. And of course, as you know, uh, Apple's smartwatch has made all kinds of interesting healthcare moves and you can expect a lot more to come. Well, the rumors soon started, maybe a year or so after we published, the rumors started that Apple had a thing called Project Titan in automotive. And then things got a little silent and Quiet, and the rumors have reemerged just in the last week or two that Apple is serious about automotive. Well, we looked at automotive and several things jumped out at us going back all those years. One was that with e-cars, and it was clear that Apple would be in the e-car business, not in a fuel fire, uh, uh, hydrocarbon fueled car. Those cars have only 20% of the moving parts. Uh, of a fossil fuel fired car. So they're much easier to make and they're faster to make. Supply chain can be way more efficient. So you can imagine an almost iPhone-like supply chain to make that car. And you can imagine uh, Apple having a Foxconn equivalent supplying it. And it turned out that uh, we already knew very well that Panasonic is just one example, was perfectly capable of making a complete iCar, as I like to call the Apple electronic car, electric car. Uh, Panasonic, I've sat in a Panasonic car over 10 years ago. So I know that Panasonic could make that car and quickly effectively on and do it on a Foxconn type scale if need be. The other thing that was immediately apparent too is very curious and not all that closely looked at. And that is that it turns out that in many jurisdictions around the world, manufacturers are not allowed to sell their cars. Uh, very much like the alcohol business and the pharmaceutical business, you cannot sell pharmaceuticals if you make them and you cannot sell alcohol if you make it. You must use an intermediary. And in the automotive case, a car dealer. Now the car dealers, because they're so widely distributed, have a lot of local political power. And uh, when Elon Musk came along and said, I'm only using the Apple model, I'm only selling directly, the political uh, reaction was swift and furious. Uh, Governor Chris Christie, as he then was of New Jersey, uh, decided to close Tesla down in New Jersey. No Tesla in New Jersey. And under political pressure from uh, potential buyers, he backed down, and I think he's allowed one, one Tesla shop. Uh, New York State allowed Tesla four shops. 
uh, nothing close to what a, a GM or Ford or a Mercedes could have, but uh, there you have it. Um, very strong resistance. Now for Apple, which already has built a vast network of Apple stores, it has the dealership structure in place, its direct selling model. And in addition, because Apple sells directly, both over the net, um, through its stores, it has a tremendously close relationship with its customers and the information it gathers is staggering. So uh, Apple gathers enormous amounts of real-time information from its customers through its stores and on the web. And this information it uses to uh, constantly improve its operating systems and its products. It uses this information to uh, get greater market share. And also Apple, Apple gets an enormous percent of the revenues in things like smartphones for a relatively small amount of market share. So the system was very, very effective. And we realized that if applied to automotive, it could revolutionize the automotive business. Um, it wasn't all that complicated at all. Now, politically, Apple does face the difficult problem of trying to um, get their direct dealership model to work because of the political pushback it will face. Uh, I think that's a far bigger barrier to Apple than any technical barrier, because once the Apple platform is parked on a car and the car can be seamlessly connected to everything else in the Apple platform, and Apple, which is already moving content across its platforms, can alter entirely the nature and structure of automotive content that floats across that platform, it's a revolution, and no one can match it. Speaking of matching it, uh, Apple's uh, days in inventory right now with their current business model is about four days. Where do you see them playing in uh, inventory levels when it comes to the automotive industry? This, I think, will be Cook's great genius move. Uh, when he came to Apple, he was the one who brought in the supply chain system that cut inventory days down so low. He was the one who came in with the uh, all of the structures that bring their receivable days down to about 25. No one in the automotive business can match anything remotely approaching that. Um, if you were to take all of the inventory, the car dealers have to absorb and push it back into their suppliers. Uh, the inventory days of your average car company would be eye-wateringly awful. So uh, I think the way Cook will approach this is to build a supply chain that adheres strictly to his cash velocity model. Uh, he will not deviate. That's his strength. That's his genius. That's what he brought to Apple. And uh, he is easily one of the great logistical geniuses of all time. So you can expect the Apple supply chain model to be, I think, at least as disruptive, if not more, than the extension of the Apple platform to a car. Excellent. For more on our insights about Apple, check out other podcast episodes at futurecreators.simplecast.com. Thanks, Francis. Thanks, Robert.